On this episode, the team fights their way through the male-dominated video game industry in Grandma's Boy. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. I'm Jacob McCourt. I'm Katie Lesbrance. And I'm Travis Colnut. And today we are here to talk about the trash fire that is uh, <laughs> Grandma's Boy, a 2006 movie uh, by our friends at Happy Madison. Oh uh, we start this episode like we do all of our episodes with what's called the tutorial. In 60 seconds, we are going to give you the high-level plot of this movie, hot potato style. We'll each take 20 seconds before passing it off to one of our friends. Um, who wants to... Can I go first with this one? You go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you do you, I'm man. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Okay. Everybody ready? Here comes the timer. Here we go in three, two, one. Grandma's Boy is a movie about video game development. It's a movie for stoners. It's a movie where um, Alan Covert plays Alex, and essentially he's a 35-year-old burnout that develops video games. The story the story is basically like, hey, he loses his house, he gets evicted because his bad roommate doesn't pay his rent, and what happens next? Um, I mean, he pretty much he goes, he works for a video game company, and he's got to work on this project, and he just he kind of sucks. And there's a new female boss, and she gets sexually harassed harassed like all the time and then um there's a big party and i'm assuming yeah that's pretty much all i've got um so in the middle there he because he got evicted he moves in with his grandma hence grandma's boy um and then hijinks ensue you know old people drinking weed tea stuff like that and then he uh somehow inexplicably gets the girl Nobody knows why, but he does, and uh, things work out okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's the, the the tutorial. We tried our best. Oh my gosh! Um, uh, we both have. I think most of us have drinks in hand. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it'll yeah. be needed for this uh, episode because this movie from 2006 sucks, <laughs> and we are going to spend 40 minutes telling you why it sucks. Uh, who wants to start with either the plot or why it sucks? I don't know which one to start with. Um, oh my gosh. Does this movie have plot? I don't know. Not really. I, I would kind say of. there's at least a story. It, uh, okay, I use the word story very loosely. <laughs> at least uh-huh. there is a beginning, a middle, and an end. <laughs> But really, I read a trivia. I don't. I read a trivia about this movie where, like, Adam Sandler, one of the best movies, the lines in the movie, he just made up on set that day, and that is pretty much Grandma's. Oh my gosh, which line was it? Why doesn't he have? Okay, yes. First, what's what line is it? Do we know? I'm gonna get that for you while you ask your second question. Um, why, why does Adam Sandler owns the production company? That made uh-huh. this movie. A lot of his movies, you may not like them or you may like them. I love a lot of them. Happy Madison. Mm-hmm. Little, the, the production company came up. Happy Madison. I thought, oh, I didn't know it was a Happy yep. Madison movie. And I had a little bit of faith. It gave me a little <laughs> bit of hope that it wouldn't be awful. because the, Happy Gilmore, ha- Billy Madison, Mr. Deeds. Like, There's a list of like... I think Waterboy uh, is pre-Happy Madison. But still, it's Adam Sandler. It's kind of the same brand as the rest yep. of the movies. Yep. And uh, why why did Adam Sandler, come on man, step in. 
look around. This isn't working. <laughs> you fixed this one line, apparently. That was really funny. Come in. Uh, the line, you're a hooker, uh, from the opening sequence was an idea of Adam Sandler's that he suggested on the day of shoot. I mean, yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> I don't know if it was the uh, best joke, but like, it's a joke. And this movie has a star-studded cast. It's like star-studded. It's yeah. Doris Roberts, yes. uh, Nick Swardson, uh, Jonah Hill, Kevin Nealon, Rob Schneider, uh, David Spade, uh, the WWE's Kevin Nash. Uh, <laughs> Alan Covert is the star who's like his his he has bit roles in every single Happy Madison movie. And this movie, one, doesn't look like it has any budget. Two, it looks like it was shot for TV. And three, uh, does not work in 2020 at no. all. No. Honestly, I try and think back. I'm like, in 2006, did this work in 2006? I don't know. I If you were high, maybe. I saw this a long time ago. And for some reason... I had memories of liking it and I don't know Same. why I like because I watched it now and I'm like what on earth like how did I like this like when I kept watching I was like oh yeah I re- I'm starting to remember these beats and like what's happening and the party and everything like that but then I'm like oh my god this is terrible like this is because really- we were 17 when it came yeah. out oh my gosh like just Oh, horrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. okay. One of the first scenes in the movie involves, we're just going to go there. And again, if you haven't gotten it from our parental discretion is advised <laughs> on the top of the show, we're going to talk about this movie and we have to. It's rated R or unrated. Um, the main character um, masturbates on one of his friend's mothers to a Laura Croft doll. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So, yes. I, it, it, I mean, it was an accident, I suppose. <sighs> Kind of. <laughs> Katie, I felt so bad for making you watch this. I'm like, I, you hey, chose to watch this. I'm fine with some <laughs> masturbation jokes. That's fine. <laughs> but it wasn't funny. No. And that's it, I thing. mean the misogyny, not the masturbation. Oh, oh yeah. It, no, that, it was a sad reminder of a lot of things. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. As soon as Linda Cardellini showed up, I was like, yep. oh, there's my girl Linda Cardellini. I was, I was so like, excited when I saw her. I was her. like, she is going to get harassed constantly. It is going to yep. be a terrible reminder. Yeah. You know what? No. It, I I try to look on the bright side and I was like, oh yeah, a lot of people are getting ripped on that for for doing that thing now. And yeah. before it was like, no, but we're going to make a movie where the one chick walks into a video literally. game dev place and is just harassed top to bottom. At one point she literally says, well, not she basically looks at the one guy who's who's hitting on her and making insuggestive things and she says, I'm trying to fucking work. Yeah. She doesn't say fucking, but I thought it in my brain. Yeah. She's, she said it very nicely. She said, I'm trying to work. But I'm like, no, no, in your brain. You were thinking, I'm trying to fucking work here. Right. Come on, man. But even the even the main character, Alex, like he was sleeping on his desk because the hero of this movie is a dumb burnout, I guess, because that's all, whatever. Um, and he asked Linda Carlini's character, are you the new janitor? Even in like the small things, I'm just like, I don't this think, movie sucks. I don't think there was one line that any person working at that game development place said to her that wasn't (laughs) harassment like i don't think i think literally every single line was her getting harassed literally said like you're the new girl at one point (laughs) oh my god and like these are like she is their manager the new girl like she is their manager there is no like oh my god yes she is like the one professional person there which literally that's how a lot of 
from what I hear and like articles I've read, that's how they've all used to be. Basically, a video game dev places. Oh my god! Typically, were there'd be like the exceptional one or two women, and they'd get just also oh, okay. Another thing, they have a conversation <laughs> about how she's into video games. Oh my god! Don't so even. It's weird. so cringe. It's so and cringe. Like, I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't. You don't like? She's like, yeah. When my friends like dolls, I liked video games. I was the weird one, and I'm like, can can we please? Can we please? There's so much it's- cringe because, okay, so what she says was, I used to beat my brother at Super Mario all the time and I yes, can't. Yes, it's so they, cringe. They don't even it's give so her cringe. a cool game. No, they're like, they don't. no, no. They, they give, give her, her like, a the game. Girly, that, nice game. That, like, I don't even understand how, A, you could beat your brother at Super Mario. Like, I guess you finished a level faster. So it's just like, it just made, it undermined any kind of intelligence that maybe she would have had because she said Super Mario. And I don't know why, but yes. I just, I, it was like, oh, I, I hated yes. it in my soul. It's an okay little, like, pleasant game that it was okay for her to play give her more like mortal Kombat or something Literally something where you're actually yeah. competing with somebody yeah and i don't know it was irritating or being like hey i beat ninja gaiden on on nintendo something. and i was really good at but it, it or it, something yes. it but comes across as the girl that knows nothing and yes. pulls super mario because it's the one video game that she recognizes and i'm yes. just like oh my god i can't it's fine. I'm off the girl thing. Katie, we'll yeah, move I'm on. I'm very here. glad you're here <laughs> so that we can talk about this movie because you give a perspective that me and Travis cannot. I mean, you both have basically have the same perspective, but you're <laughs> <laughs> uh, both that like, oh, sucks. that's a shitty thing to do. Oh, you yeah. both know that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, yes. So the guy ejaculates on his friend's mom. Oh, my God. And then he's he has nowhere to stay. Yeah, so he sleeps on his desk, and that's where we meet Linda Carlini's character, who um, she's, I guess, the new boss who's going to take Eternal Death Slayer 3, which is Brain Brainsanium, which is the name of the game developer in this movie. I guess their game from, like, a bad place to release. Gotcha. Uh, Kevin Nealon's character is Mr. Cheezel. Is that is that his I name? That's a, like, big I think boss so. guy. Right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and he's all like fake meditation, sitting on desk, drinking expensive teas because I have a lot of money and I want my zen. And I honestly, the middle part of this movie, I can't tell you what happened in it. I can't. <laughs> Nothing does. There was Dance Dance Revolution. There was a frog game. There was misogyny. And that's all I can tell I, you. Th- I'm, I don't know how game development places are but is it typically one person and a shitload of testers like (laughs) i think that's literally because there's so there's the one guy his name is jp and he is the sole design creative person behind this game that they're making and he's very weird and he speaks in a robot voice and uh he wears like a long matrix styled leather jacket and um yeah no one in the office likes him but apparently everyone else is a tester and i don't really know how this works yeah so you're thinking maybe there should be minimum probably hundreds maybe dozens minimum dozens of like artists right and then like renderers and then like graphics people and then level designers you're saying that there should be more than one person working on a game huh probably yeah (laughs) like credits you know you you finish like something any game any game the credits are pretty long even like little indie games they're like they're more than three people most so I would time. assume that what what is it? Eternal what? Eternal Doom Death Slayer? Slayer, whatever. Eternal Death Slayer. 
I Eternal ass- Death Slayer 3. And apparently I mean, he made like a million dollars on, like he made millions of dollars on yeah. the previous game. And I'm like, do people make millions of dollars when they sell their video game? I don't think so. I mean, if it's like a breakout massive game. I guess yes. if it's massive. And he's right. the only one who made it. So like That's he made all the money. Yeah, if he's the only one who made it, no wonder they're behind. Like, <laughs> like I t- um. So, yeah, this movie was written by Alan Covert and Nick Swanson and a, and a fellow by the name of Barry Wernick. And to me, it just read like they'd never spoken to anyone that worked in game, game dev. It's just like, we wrote a script when we were high and this is Grandma's Boy. It's funny. We got Doris Roberts. Enjoy. Um, I did enjoy the grandmas. Like the like the old... Best part of this yeah, movie. I enjoyed them for what... Like, it was... Fu- yeah, I... There was moments that weren't terrible i would i will say after the masturbation scene the movie really like got rid of a lot of the raunchy raunchiness and didn't bring it back until the big party scene yes like there was a middle part of this movie where there it was like oh this is okay there's some plot like i was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt there's some plot there's some you know character building a little bit whatever um because he starts like working for his grandma because he's staying at his grandma's house and then he's so tired and he tells all his co-workers that he's sleeping with three chicks and or this hot chick and his her two roommates but really it's his grandma that's working him like doing like cleaning the gutters and stuff like that but yeah um yeah so he has like weed that he stashes in like i don't know some jar and his grandma finds it <laughs> And they make a tea, and all of them get crazy high watching the Antiques Roadshow. And honestly, they- it sounds like kind of an enjoyable afternoon. <laughs> and they're watching this movie, or what happens? In yeah. Movie? Oh no, that part. Just that part. Just watching yeah. Antiques Roadshow with a high Doris Roberts. That sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Doris Roberts. Oh, Doris. Oh. Um. Uh. Yeah. So the the, the party scene. The thing that leads up to that is like the whole reason Samantha was brought in is because Samantha Samantha is this person who ships games. She comes in, she helps ship games. This game is way far behind and she needs to get I it to ship. I think if she had so that she reputation, with- she'd have a little bit more respect in the workplace. Or knowledge of how to do things because <laughs> oh, yeah, people just tell her how to do They're like, you know, we could ship this faster. If we did this thing where we made this one enemy who looks the same, if we just changed the color, which is, I'm sorry, that's the oldest trick in the book, but whatever, it's fine. Um, Palette swaps, we know. Oh my God. Like the first Final Fantasy did that, but it's fine. I'm sure they did it before then. Um, But they're like, hey, we could do this thing to solve that problem. And she's like, that's an amazing idea. We should do that. I'm like, please. She's supposed to be, this is, this is her job. The only game she's ever played is Super Mario, and even yes. that has even that has a palette swap with Luigi. So I still don't even understand. All that she does is basically give out like she's a project manager, but in like the loosest like definition of the word, where she's just like, you take these levels, you take these levels, and you take these levels, and like at some point we'll reconvene and and maybe we'll ship this game. I don't know. And they just start to celebrate. Like half the movie is celebrating them shipping the game, and then the final plot piece which like i don't know why but this movie gave me like employee the month vibes you remember the movie employee the month with jessica simpson and dak shepherd i remember it i didn't see it dane cook oh my god it gave me vibes like that okay so like if you want something fun that's about as good as this movie (laughs) employee the month it's like grandma's boy but in costco instead of a game dev it's gonna be a little bit better right 
A little bit, okay. but not much. Um, oh, where were we? Sorry. So I, 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 I have to say, though. Okay. I love Linda Cardellini. Oh, me too. Oh, for she's sure. Great. She's she amazing. is very underrated. She's oh, really yeah. good in a lot of stuff. I loved her. Fantastic. In ER, she's Sam, the nurse, and I adored her. She was mm-hmm. my favorite character. And I'm like, oh, Linda Cardellini. Like, so that's, you know, my whole, like, teenage years and go now watch she's freaks and geeks freaks and geeks so good yeah um she's go watch dead to things. me dead to me yes she's amazing and dead to me uh amazing so go watch, honestly go watch that instead of this <laughs> watch it watch it now. isn't she in the mcu too as well she's oh, in yeah, the MCU. she's aunt may yes. yeah yes yeah, she's she's aunt may so many good things so honestly the part the that whole character being not well developed hurt me so much more because it's linda cardellini right literally i was like come on she's so good yeah and she's just cool like she's just i don't know she's got it all yeah and she, she got she to show like nothing. a hollywood type yeah, yeah. she did nothing yeah. and it made me sad <laughs> yeah to me the and i'm sure we'll get maybe we'll get to it in min max i don't know but like uh the old women so like doris roberts and her two friends and and linda cardellini are to me the only redeeming part every man in this movie sucks yes all of them yeah literally and it's it's writing it's it's, it's this so, movie yeah. was written on a napkin like it's not i'm sorry to who wrote it <laughs> spit out my it's drink. trash <laughs> <laughs> yes the writing's not funny i'm sorry maybe no. maybe as a like a uh naive teenager that's what i've like, been like why oh, did that's... i think i enjoyed this it's probably because like, it was like oh this is risky and you were like yeah. Ooh, how many know. fart jokes were there how many farts were there I... audibly in this movie but like literally do <sighs> i need to have like minutes upon minutes of jonah hill like sucking on some woman's breasts <laughs> like i didn't need that oh, i didn't need that can we just talk about the party can we just yeah, talk, yeah, about sure. the party? talk about the party so pretty much okay she, so what he takes he where is this party how does at, this party even at, happen at, okay i think they get high the grandmas get high and then what ends up happening is they are supposed to go out for dinner as a work group thing because they completed the their testing levels or whatever and yep. They end up going to a restaurant, didn't like it. They didn't want the night to end. So he invites them back to his grandma's place and they happen to be high. And then they were like, well, let's party. He invites all his friends. He invites all his friends and his guy who he gets his weed from. You mean the Zimbabwean drug dealer that talks in audible clicks the entire time? The the only black man in this movie, yes. (laughs) Who is buying a lion, who wants to buy a monkey, who has really cool weed that he names different things, like the zombie or the Frankenstein, because it'll make you do... uh... Oh my God. I'm assuming that he's the one who brings all the women too, because how I don't understand why they're all these scantily clad women that all of these and like bikers. dorky. There was bikers and, bikers and stuff too. Where did the bikers come from? <laughs> Which also don't fit in with Dante because Dante is a just yes. a chill stoner dude. He, so why does he know all these bikers? I think they all buy weed from him. Oh yeah, okay. So he brought all of his friends or people that he knows, and then it becomes a party. So and like all karaoke. the bikers and all the yeah karaoke and strippers. And then yep, strippers. Well, strippery people yeah and then um grandma makes food and then which is adorable doris roberts is she's just like i made you what did she make ice cream sandwiches with white bread i was like oh Oh my god yes so high and i love ice cream with white lettuce (laughs) (laughs) oh i guess we forgot the one part also is that if we're going to talk plot wise um there is so Alex, the main guy, is also developing his own game 
at the oh, same right. time. The subplot. Yeah, the subplot yeah, yeah. that ends up becoming the end of the movie plot. Um, he is developing his own game and uh, his grandma ends up wanting to play it. Like he shows his grandma what it is and it's very good and, and whatever, right? And she ends up really enjoying it and playing it all the time. And I think also at this party, he starts showing Samantha the game too and she's very impressed and and whatnot, right? Because and they start to kind of form some sort of bond relationship thing, and she's kind of into him. Which I'm like, he's kind of a garbage human. Why are you suddenly into him? But because women love garbage, right? That's the way every movie works, right? Yeah. Katie, Sorry, she is successful. She's funny. She's hot. What the hell? I don't understand. I was like, <laughs> he's gonna get her, and how is he gonna get her? But. By the end, I'm like, all right, he like developed this whole game. Like he's showing that he is a capable human of accomplishing something. Right. He had straight A's in his grade school report card. Yeah. So, you know, he's got some pluses. It's fine. But when she starts to like him, I'm like, there's no reason for her to like him. No. Absolutely no reason. She could have anyone. She's Linda Cardellini. God damn it. Yeah, so so like you said, Travis, there's a subplot that becomes the main plot yeah. because when they're drunk and high at the party, they call JP, right. who is the savant auteur at the video game studio who's like struggling with his next game. They leave him a voicemail. They're like, hey, you, they did the robot voice and he got really offended. So he went over to Alex's house and he's like, everyone in the office hates me <laughs> and then sees Alex's new game. Yes. And he's like, oh, I'd love to like give you notes on this game because it's amazing right. it has great physics and great i don't know video game stuff they said mapping and, i think at one point oh my god and he's yeah. like there's like no clipping in this and then it showed the game i was like they're clipping all over the place are you kidding me <laughs> there's nothing but clipping <laughs> this whole thing is clipping. oh my god uh, and and he and has he been struggling he's been struggling to make this game the the third sequel to the death eternal whatever the hell the game is called oh, i think it's some other game actually it's like there's eternal death slayer 3, they making... and then he's working oh. on his next thing okay so uh, it's a new ip but i could be mistaken new ips are hard but so yep. he is struggling real hard so he uh-huh. sees this game he's like hey that game works apparently yep. there's no clipping it's amazing. So yes, he steals it. <laughs> he steals it, and the, it, basically the last nine minutes of this movie, I looked. I was like, "How many minutes are left?" Where they're trying to squeeze an ending in here. It was nine minutes where it was just like stole the game, tried to pass it off as his own. Alex was like, "Nah," got high, then had to drive back to the office to prove it was his game with Dante, who was high with a monkey. And then he proved it was his game. The end. He won the girl. Yeah. That was so it. that's the thing. So Samantha, because she knew it was his game, ended up going to get the grandma <laughs> to bring the grandma to play the game oh. to prove that it was his game. So she plays the game in, and they she plays the game versus JP in like multiplayer mode and she kicks his ass. And then it's like, oh, well, clearly this must be Alex's game because his grandma is really good at it. Yeah, she knows how to play yeah. it. Yeah. But okay, also, there's acting like it's dependent on her actually beating him. No, right. she knows how to like throw fireballs right. and stuff. She knows how to do Obviously, she, she knows how to play him. the game, so obviously yeah. it's his game. I'm like, right. we already know yeah. this, but they're um, like, is she going to beat him? happens to be friends with, her, with Alex's grandma, which is not the case. We forgot one very important plot point from the... Um, Was it important? From the party. It's very important. Uh, no, it wasn't. I just want to say, baby loves milk. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, 
it made me so uncomfortable. So, oh, gross. And so Jonah Hill, his character's named Barry, and he found one of the lovely women at the party who had large breasts, and she just took her top down at one point and said something along the lines of, does daddy want milk? And then, Ugh. or does baby want milk? And he's like, baby loves milk. Oh my and then, God, like, don't make the voice. Put his... Yeah, oh, I, I I'm, can't. I'm shaking because this movie just f- frustrates me so much. It, it was horrifying, and I ra- there's nothing wrong with raunchy humor. Yeah. Nope, if none, it's nothing. if it's hilarious, like American Pie is great. Hilarious. Um, even like um, there's something about Mary. She puts great. semen in her hair, thinking it's hair gel. <laughs> semen. <laughs> Very good. And it's funny. It's he gets his junk caught in his zipper. And it gets taken away in an ambulance. That's funny. This wasn't funny. Oh my yeah, god! No, it was just gross it, and creepy. It's just and trying weird. to be. It, yeah, it's trying to be as raunchy and as gross as possible, thinking that that's going to win the game. It's like playing cards against humanity with someone who only plays the dirty cards, and it's like no, there's <laughs> like no. just not funny. You just can't play the dirty cards and expect to win. And this game, this or, movie, does this. Or the person that plays Jackbox and then makes the racist yes. jokes. And he's oh. like, huh, I'm funny, right? And you're like, you need to leave right. Just right because, now. Yeah, no, it's not funny. It's like, j- you're pulling the, like, I'm just not even sure how, like, the sexual harassment stuff just, that's straight up not funny to me. And I don't get why there was so much of it. And I'm just and like. It's, and it's not even, I, I've referenced this before, I think it was in Scott Pilgrim, that, like, the um, Anchorman that yes, misogyny yep. is funny because it's not about because the joke is about how they're dumb and misogynist right. at yep. no point in this movie did it show any self-awareness at all right even they have posters up of like fake games that are one would you like me to read some of those oh my god i know a couple um, one is gay robots gay robot and it was the video like game. warning uh metal on metal but it's like you <sighs> they're not indicating at any point that they're self that, this is that they're making a joke about game devs or that like yeah, or right. that like this culture not to say that game dev culture is bad at all i'm saying that like this subset of like this type of gamer thinks that these jokes are funny it's not about that right it's just like a random gay robot joke and there was another right. one something about uh, brown sugar there's a brown sugar yeah. one. That yeah. one was sketchy. Was but like Mythic Quest, which is on Apple TV Plus, which is a, uh, it's written by the people who made It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, that is good. Like it, it knows the things that happen in game dev and they're like, hey, we have a PewDiePie character that like tells our game devs what to do. Like there's some funny stuff about how like it, it's kind of misogynistic, like, but it's, it's self-aware. Yes. So right. I, I don't, I don't have an issue. It's commenting. If a movie... Yeah, it's commenting or, on or the misogyny. Com- yeah, exactly. It's commenting yeah. on it, and this movie takes it as matter of fact, and this is just the way it is, and it doesn't. Yeah, it just treats it as like, no, this is this is normal. Like, it's never mentioning at all that what they are saying or doing or showing is wrong. And yeah, yeah, Ugh. and like, I'm I don't want to be like holier than yes. thou and be like, but at the same time, like, there's no value in this movie at all. There's zero. It's not, I don't think it's funny for anyone who's not high and 15. Uh, I don't think it works in 2020. 
Uh, there's a $5 million budget on this thing, and I don't know what, what they spent $5 million on. Making the yeah, game. it's a $5 million budget because it's not shot well. It's not well written. It doesn't sound good. Like some of the Foley in this movie, I'm just like, where did you get this Foley from? Did you crumple a napkin into a microphone on, <laughs> on a lapel on your chest and say that this is the Foley? I just don't understand this movie at all. Katie, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. There is, I was just going to say, there's no intelligence to any of the jokes ever at right. any point. No. It's just it's and it, again it's fine. I'm done. I'm okay with stupid jokes that that are funny and it wasn't funny. No. And um, another thing, it's not just the writing. Um, I like the main guys who are in the movie. I don't. You said their names. Jacob Allen Covert. Uh, Joel Moore plays JP. Yeah. Nick Swanson plays the Swordson. I can never say his last name. <laughs> plays the best friend. Jonah Hill is in this movie back when he was like probably seventeen years old. Uh, it's a star-studded cast. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so some of those people, not obviously not Jonah Hill, but um, some of those people are have been in multiple Adam Sandler movies. Like they are yep. recast frequently in those movies, but they play little bit characters Mm -hmm. that have a certain like it's it's a character it's like they're character actors and they're like oh uh, the one plays the one linebacker in Waterboy, who talks like not rob schneider right no 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 no. the no the no the main guy oh i know who you're talking about yeah he 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 talks like this and yeah and he kind of squints is in every single movie yes that adam sandler does yep isn't the main guy or the other i don't know but anyway it is the main guy. Yeah. It is Alan Covert. He plays, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. he plays the one linebacker. And he's really funny in Waterboy. I, and I hate to say it because it's kind of mean. And I don't want to be mean. But from this, based on this movie, he can't lead a movie. Like, he, he's not, he can't, he's not acting well. Like, everything sounds like he like, just read his line, like, two <laughs> minutes ago. And he's just, like, saying yeah. it again. Everything... It, it just doesn't sound good. It's not believable. None of it's funny and like off the cuff and feels natural ever. No. So I was just like, ah, Rob, no, Rob Schneider, honestly, Rob Schneider was funny. He was in this movie for two minutes and I laughed. <laughs> what does he play like a Russian landlord yes. or some like. Right. And he said. Soviet. <sighs> he said, if he doesn't leave, he's like, I'm going to give you five minutes to collect your things and leave this house. Well, in a Russian accent, but anyway. And if you don't, my two henchmen here are going to pull, I believe he said, your testicles out through your anus, I think. (laughs) And then he's like, he's like, okay, okay, you got that. And then he turns to his two henchmen and he makes a little hand gesture. And he's like, huh? If he doesn't leave, you're going to... And he makes a little hand gesture of like pulling testicles. And it's funny. And I was like, oh, Rob Schneider. Oh, look (laughs) at you. you. Thank you for saving this scene, I guess. I mean, David Spade was kind of the same. Like he played the lo- uh, the the waiter in this like the vegetarian res- restaurant. Vegan restaurant, yeah. And he at least like delivered a performance where like I know it was the thing on the page he had to read was not very good, but he made it the best he could he- and was like. Uh, is part of this homophobic? What I'm saying, maybe, but like, uh, just, uh, yeah. he got a he got this a move- chuckle out of me. I got I chuckled yeah. I mean, as soon as he got really angry and he's like you know what you people and he starts going off on them I'm like oh and I chuckled and it's one of the few times in the entire movie that I chuckled <laughs> you know when I chuckled the only time I chuckled is when they were driving back to the development studio and the monkey was driving I got a laugh out of that. oh I did I'm like I- <laughs> the monkey's driving <laughs> monkey's doing anything it's funny 
Mm. Yeah, very funny. Uh, the farts didn't get me though. No. Oh my god. Oh, did we? Uh, can I talk about one other thing? Yeah, go for it. Of course. Weird, talk weird about product anything. placements. Weird product placements in this. Okay. Uh, it was such a touchstone of the time because, like, do you remember Jinx T-shirts? If you were a fan of like any show on G4, they would advertise Jinx on every commercial break to be like, "It's the clothes for gamers." Oh my gosh! No, I and did every not know table this. had vitamin water on it. I was just like, "This is how they pad out the budget of this movie is by getting vitamin water on everything when vitamin water first came out, and then also let's get Jinx to give the guys all of their." wardrobe so that jinx at one point people will gamers love jinx right gamers oh my god did it look weird too like did it look like a tv movie in certain ways it didn't look like great. some of the ways that some of the shots were shot like in the kitchen like i saw like the camera kind of pan around the kitchen and it looked very tv to me when it happened yeah you're yeah it's not like it's like amazingly shot or anything like that no no it's fine. Which is also fine. I don't JP think JP ate sushi out of a poker chip case, and I don't know why. JP what? JP ate his sushi out of a poker chip case at one point. <laughs> Do you remember that? He yeah. had his lunch, and he was in his oh, game right. development studio. <laughs> yeah, because like, like giant luxury white palace. Room. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm going to open up my poker case and eat my sushi. Oh, and do people he, he actually, actually have those giant chairs? That had like that recline and have like the three screens that look like uh, like what was that? I've never seen that before. You know what? I did think to myself, if I could have that room, that'd be a pretty sweet room. <laughs> I was I was like, yeah, I kind of want to recline back with three monitors right in my face. I'd get motion sickness in a heartbeat. But yeah, for the sure. idea of it, I was like, oh. Yeah. That- I kind of want that. If I if I had like <laughs> just a ton of money, I'd probably make that room. Oh my god! Which I don't know what that says about me, but that's okay. But yeah, no, I thought to myself, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh my god! That you're a real gamer, Katie, uh, and real gamers love white rooms, reclining chairs, and three screens. I don't yeah. need three screens. Three screens is stupid. Why do I need three screens? Give me one big one. I don't get it. So with all of those things said about Grandma's Boy, I guess maybe we're wrong about our opinions on this one. So we're going to head into Critical Hits. It is a segment when we read quotes from user reviews on Metacritic.com. So I've collected a a nice smattering of different user reviews uh, that will prove either we're right or we're wrong. Um, Travis, do you want to read the first one? Okay, sure. Um, this one's a 10. I don't know why. Um, it's from Frymanation? It's from 2014. Who's watching this movie in 2014? Okay. All right. So, I love this movie. Granted, it's not intended for all audiences. It's a hilarious video game player stoner movie that I've watched nearly 100 times. No, okay. So, they've watched it 100 times. Stop. Okay. That's ludicrous. Uh, Stop. Ludicrous. Nearly... Nearly a hundred times and laugh at the same parts every time. Watch for yourself and don't and don't base off critic scores. They clearly have forgotten how soothing laughter can be. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that even mean? I'm so I'm so soothed oh. right now. Okay, I have to say though, like there are a lot of good there are so many better stoner movies than this. Yeah. Like name name one. Stone hold, you know what? I actually I thought about this and I actually made a list. Oh wow. List them. Yeah, preparation. Okay, honestly, any Seth Rogen movie is better than yep. this. Yeah, Pineapple Express was the one I was going to go yes. to. Yeah. Um, you know what? Ted is debatable, but fine. Ted. Um, as a as a stoner movie yeah. or like a good movie. Well, 
No, as a stoner movie. I I thought the it Bears talking. I don't think it was bad. I don't like <laughs> it's Ted. Fine. It's good. I enjoyed Ted. Uh Joel McHale plays himself as he does in all of his roles. <laughs> I who doesn't like that? Um <laughs> Jay Jay and Silent Bob, those are better. Those are way better yeah. than this movie. Harold and Kumar, that's better than yep. this movie. Any yep. of them. They made like five of those movies. Yep. Any yep. of them. Pick any. Is Bill and Ted like a stoner movie? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's better. But where can I get Check my some... video game stoner movie fix? <laughs> well, I guess they need to make one. Because yeah, how has that not been made better than this? Yeah, There's... literally. Hey, maybe we'll find this in another episode. Maybe. Oh. Of the video game. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, I hope you're not teasing me and it does exist. Uh, maybe anyway, we'll find it. We'll, <laughs> move, sure. we'll move on we'll to the next. We'll do some digging. <laughs> we'll uh... I'll read this next one. It's from Justin S. Uh, It's a one out of ten. And he says, the movie was so bad, it actually hurt my feelings. (laughs) That's it. That's all it is. That's fantastic. Katie, you got the next one? You made me read a good one. From 2020. Damn it. 2020. No. Oh, no. Okay. This is from like two months ago. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is from Joseph Movie Addict. He says, definitely made for stoners or people who are pretty open-minded in terms of gross-out comedy. There wasn't that much gross-out comedy. There no. was like two things of gross-out yeah, comedy. Yeah, literally, there was two and things. And they were fine. About it. Yeah. But that wasn't... No, th- defining it by gross-out comedy, I feel like that's not fair. Yeah. It was bad for so many other reasons. <laughs> yep. Uh, Travis, do you have the next one okay. from Graham M? Graham M says, gave it a zero. This is a slap in the face to all the video game culture and the real and respectable gamers. Also, it's not funny as well as really gross. <laughs> gamers rise up. <laughs> These are all true. Uh, our next review comes from 64-Bit. Uh, it is from 2019. Wow. Uh, it's an 8 out of 10 and says, Middle school humor done correctly. An above average stoner movie you must watch. Oh mm. Exclamation point. Mm. Uh, I saved the best for last. Uh, Katie, do you want to read this last one from Foods Wannabe? This is a lengthy one. Uh, 2006. So it's fresh out. So this is of the time. Okay. To the people who enjoyed Grandma's Boy. He gave him a three, by the way. To the people who enjoyed Grandma's Boy, were you all high? Of course they were. (laughs) (laughs) seriously i just watched the movie on dvd today and i must say i laughed only twice the entire time twice thanks to the childlike uh, childlike character jp and the robo nerd developer what who's the robo nerd developer i think it's i think they were the same person maybe he was high when he watched okay okay. (laughs) uh the movie was missing a few key ingredients adam sandler yes uh funnier jokes a more structured storyline a more structured storyline as far as stoner flicks go grandma's boy is closer to dude where's my car not funny than harold and kumar that was him saying not funny it's not terrible (laughs) it's fine uh it's closer to dude where's my car than harold and kumar go to white castle hilarious oh wait i remember i did laugh a third time during this movie (laughs) when i realized demonic Alex's big video game was canceled in real life. Oh my god. <laughs> Perhaps this DVD should have received the same treatment. Oh boy. <laughs> so what is this speaking of, Jacob? Uh that's a great question, Katie, and a wonderful way to transition into our game this week. Oh, here we go. Uh, Demonic Ooh. is a video game that was real at some point, developed by 
terminal reality that was supposed to be published by Majesco. Majesco went out of business and therefore Demonic was cancelled, but not cancelled from this movie. So what I have for us this week in our game, which is called Cancelled or Nah, I have a list of game titles and you need to tell me if it was a prominent cancelled video game or if I made it up. Mm. Are you guys ready? Sure. Okay. Let's do this. Uh, So I'm going to give you a game title, and you're going to say, is it a real canceled game, or did I make it up? Ready? Star Wars 1313. Uh, I don't know. I think think that's real. I feel like I heard of this. I'm going to say yes. That is a real canceled video game that was going on at EA for a long time and did not come out. It was supposed to be like the Uncharted, I guess, of Star Wars, uh, but just never came out. It was supposed to be written by Amy Hennig, too, which would have been fantastic. Give me more Star Wars. Disappointed that these are all not coming out. (laughs) Right, probably. Just just give me one, but not by EA. Just give me something, please. But anyway, moving on. Agent. Agent? Just is Agent a real canceled game or not? Nah? I'm gonna say not nah because I feel like is it Agent Forty Seven or was it? That's what comes to mind. Is I'm gonna, I'm gonna say real. I'm gonna say nah because it's so it's so random. So Agent was a real canceled video game, yes. and I believe it was in long long development. It was supposed to be on PS3, and I think Rockstar was behind it, and they canceled it after a long what time. What is development. it? Do you know what uh, it is? It's a shooter. That's um, all I know. Okay. Oh. If you Google Agent by Rockstar, it says Rockstar is proud to announce Agent. Uh, has it been canceled? I don't know. It was supposed to take place in the 1970s Cold War. Rockstar it was, was an make action a sh- video game. Rockstar was going to make a shooter? Interesting. I mean, they, they do the shooters sometimes. Was I the- bet it was going to be like their adventure games yeah, like guess. a GTA. Yeah. Anyway, okay. moving on. Transformers Bumblebee's Quest. That sounds fake. <sighs> I feel like they're going to end up all being true. I'm gonna say you know this what? Is I'm fake gonna, I'm I gonna don't say like true. True. Uh, I made that up. Damn that it! Was a fake canceled yeah, video that's game. A fake name, Jacob. Do better. <laughs> Dirty Harry, the video game. Mm. Mm. What? I wish our audio listeners could see Katie's face. I, okay, because both both options are ridiculous either you made it up which why the hell would you make that up two why would anyone think that people like like kids that the video game buying people even our people our age are gonna buy a video game called dirty harry after a clint eastwood character from freaking forever ago i'm gonna say but i guess it's true it's real it's it's that is a real canceled video oh my god um, I have three more for okay. us. Um, the Flash, the fastest man alive. That's also just a you know it's what? So that's, got, that's false. False. It's so generic, but also is it? Could it have been real? <laughs> that I'm is gonna... the question, Travis. That's the game. Um, real, fake. Uh, that is a real cancel video yeah. game. Uh, Ascent, like descent, but. The like descent, but ascent. Yeah. I've, well, fake. That that's another one. I see both fake. sides of this of both options. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say fake. Go with my gut. Uh, that is a fake game I yes. just made yes. up. Uh, the last one is Six Days in Fallujah. Fallujah. You didn't make that yeah, up. Fallujah. That's true. May- Why do you say that? I don't. You know, doubt his ability to make things up. You know what? 
Well, no. I've looked at maps. Okay. The, uh, <laughs> I could have made this up. <laughs> What's if you're the name counting, again? Uh, uh, it is called uh, Six Days in Fallujah. He's trying to remember his lie. Yeah. Oh, let's pry a little more here. Oh, except I said it's true. It's true. Okay, I'm gonna say it's fake. His other ones were uh, semi based on existing IP, except for ascent sounded like descent. But anyway, so it's true. Is it fake? Uh, Six Days in Fallujah is an unreleased real video game. Yes. <laughs> okay. It was supposed to be a third person shooter that was based on the Iraq War. Fun. Yeah, it got canceled uh, in 2004. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It got canceled in the, uh, like, around 2009. So when they realized that war wasn't ending anytime soon and that it wasn't so much fun anymore. <laughs> it wasn't six days. You got it. Oh, no. You got it. It wasn't six days. Um, it wasn't six we days. We have... Uh, Two more segments before we wrap up this week's show. Uh, as we do on all of our shows, we give you Min Max, which is the segment where we tell you about the good and the not so good that we haven't yet covered. So, guys, give me your your good, your max, and your not so good, your min that we haven't yet covered. Uh, I'm just going to go first and just go really fast because mine are easy. Um, the good is essentially every woman in this movie. Uh, Linda Cardellini, uh, Doris Roberts... Uh, Shirley Jones and Shirley Knight, who play Grace and B, uh, B, and they're the only redeeming quality in this entire movie. Doris Roberts is a treasure, and I'm so sad that sometimes that we lost her. That's all I have in this movie. And the men, <laughs> um, can I say everything? No, um, you got to pick something. Come on, man. I have to pick something yes. specific. Yes. Uh, why don't you come back to me? Okay. Um, tell you what. My Mac. No, actually, I've got mine right oh, here. You go for it. Um, parts of it look like it was shot on a handy cam. Yes, yes. Near the end of the movie, all of a sudden, it is handheld, and yeah. I don't know why. And I don't. I didn't remember another scene that looked like that. So all of a sudden, it's at the very end. It's in the office, like right before um, Doris play Doris Roberts <laughs> plays uh, JP in the game and they're in like amongst all the people at their desks and all of a sudden it's it looks handheld and i i was like and it was jarring to me like i i specifically noticed that it looked handheld and it was weird because it hadn't been done the entire movie as far as i remember yeah so there you go there's mine okay thank you who's next uh i can go okay okay since travis Looks like he's thinking. Yeah, because I feel like we've talked about everything. We've <laughs> either um, liked or disliked. So, okay, JP was not great as a character. No. He's fine. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, aside from the things that we mentioned that made us chuckle, there was a yeah. couple things. First of all, the second he came on screen, I was like, wait, is that a child baby Adam Driver? <laughs> <laughs> Is that him? And for a second, I was like, maybe that's him. And he didn't like adult yet. And I looked it up and it wasn't him. And I was disappointed. But he said some things. He said, I'm thinking of getting metal legs. It's a risky operation, but I think I'm going to do it. I cracked up. I laughed for like more than the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. We didn't give Joel Moore enough credit. He He did what he could with what he was given. He was not given a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. He was a character um, and he had, he was more than just like stoner burnout, yeah. like most of the other characters in this. Yeah. He tried. Yeah. Um, he did his little like finger gun thing and like, 
you know thy turd nugget yeah whenever he got nervous he'd break into he robot did like voice. that he did do a really good that like noise and i was pretty <laughs> impressed with that so yeah yeah I agree. he also told linda cardellini that he got the new season of buffy on dvd and he's gonna <laughs> and he's gonna kick it and watch the bonus features and that was his come on to her and i was like i'm in yeah, let's oh my go god. please i want to do that oh my god yeah i'd be in for that um so yeah no he was he was fine i got some okay. i got some chuckles out of him and there's then, your max oh man oh god my man um hmm. i didn't even bother trying to write any down because right it was because a it's lot like of the whole men. thing yeah you know what just people just certain actors being put into positions that they're not that they shouldn't be. they should have spent just a little bit more money and gotten some people who are more equipped to play the main roles in this movie and then maybe it would have been a little bit better maybe it wouldn't have felt so flat the entire time so yeah i don't know I've casting okay casting is my min if you could recast the main in this movie because oh, alan God. covert wrote it so like i'm sure he was like hey i wrote this and i envisioned this character to be me let me play it but if you could have anyone else be the main actor in it who would you pick anyone oh i'm so bad at these kind of things yeah um hmm. if he had some sort of redeeming quality that would be nice <laughs> if he was funny it'd have been nice David Spade would have been better in this role, I think. I'm not a huge David Spade fan, honestly. I'm not either, but like he would have have been better. Crushed this, yeah, yeah. But I probably would have even disliked the movie a little more. No, he would have been a dick, but in a good way, but like in a funny way. Yeah, Yeah. it would have been a choice. He would have made a choice. Yeah. Whereas I I feel like no one made a choice in this. It was just like, yeah, I'm a guy and I'm a stoner and I make games, but like, there's no like personality or like choices made. So casting. Casting is my min. Okay. Travis, Minimax. Oh, this is really hard. (laughs) Literally, you've stolen, like, the fact that, I mean, of course I'm going to say all the women in this movie were good, and you stole that from me. So, hmm, I don't have a lot of good to say about it. I mean, you could also say the women, because, like... Yes, I'm trying to be a little bit more creative than just can, copy. can i can i maybe come in and, and help sure give nick me. swanson wasn't bad like the the best friend who like slept in a car bed and wore pajamas and literally like, that was like is that my men because i really dislike the fact that he like <laughs> slept in footy pajamas and okay i will say called his parents his roommates I, that gave me a chuckle i actually really liked that he insisted that he called his parents his roommates that's that a funny made, joke. That made me laugh. That made me laugh. I liked that. So there's my max. And then um, <laughs> my min is the fact that he was like a child and then he slept with an old woman. Which also <laughs> could mean, be a, a, a max. C- I kind of was okay with that too. But he's. <laughs> I didn't like the, chil- the childness. I was like, why? It felt weird that Alex was going to his work friend's place that clearly has some developmental issues because he's a child in his brain. And I'm like, and he's sleeping. Like I didn't like any of that at the beginning, <laughs> any of it. Very and fair. then they moved away from it really quickly. So I was like, okay, his friend like, you know, Jeff or whatever is a little bit more manageable because we're not looking at him, like sucking his thumb while he sleeps. And I'm just like, I right. can't, I can't do it. So, um, yeah, I guess Max would be him calling them roommates. Min would be everything else 
in the early movie about him. That's very fair. Because we didn't really talk about that. Uh, we end uh, this show as we end all of our shows uh, by letting you know if this movie should be cut or seen. Uh, I will go first and say that this movie should be cut. Please don't watch it. Um, it may have worked if you were like 16 in 2006. May not have. Uh, it would not work today. It could not be made today. Uh, don't. That's it. <laughs> don't. That's a cut. Don't. Uh, anyone else want to jump in and, and tell us if this movie should be seen or not? It, it's It's pretty easy. It's a cut. There's just so many yeah. other better movies that you can watch than this movie. It's just, it's not good. And I I don't know how it worked in 2006. I don't think it would have been funny then. I, I probably wouldn't have found it funny. I probably would have been like, oh yeah, well, people, well, you know, other 16-year-olds were chucking, chuckling around me and I'd been like, yeah, all right, it's it's, it's funny. But if, if you were telling people to watch another Happy Madison movie, oh, God. which one would you tell them to oh, watch? Oh my God. Uh, oh, oh, I have to pick one? I don't know. Either. I'd probably go Billy Madison. Billy Madison is fantastic. I've seen it many times. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore. Um, uh-huh. I don't think Waterboy is technically Billy Madison, but. Or, Waterboy. Happy Madison. Yeah. Waterboy. Waterboy is fantastic. Wa- those are like the trifecta for me of like Adam Sandler movies is Waterboy, uh, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. Any of those. Waterboy is a Happy Madison movie. Great movies. Go watch them. Yep. I'm going to have to because I don't feel like I've really <gasps> seen any of those movies. No. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm a really big fan of Adam Sandler movies. That's because you haven't watched his good movies. Yeah, those are the that's best probably movies. why. Yeah. Like, I'm not a huge fan of him in the first place. And I just. Big Daddy. Um, oh, Big Daddy. Oh, oh okay. Big Daddy. Maybe, oh, you know what? Okay. I've seen that one. And I like that one. He even he gets me in yeah. the heartstrings on Big Daddy. Yeah. That's the one I'm like, oh, he cried, he, you know, the little boy is like, but why are you, why are you, why are you letting me go? And it, it, oh, it breaks me. When I saw that it was Happy Madison, I was just like, oh, this is reinforcing <gasps> the idea that I don't like Adam Sandler movies. We're doing an Adam Sandler marathon. We're oh. doing it. We're setting a date. <laughs> Put it behind all the other marathons we promised to do. Let's watch Grown Ups Two, which is quite possibly one of the worst movies ever. No, no, no. But it's 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 fun to watch. It is better to watch than this. Probably. Oh boy. I would take Grown Ups Two over this in a heartbeat any day. I believe you. So Travis, I'm gonna say this movie needs to be seen. I'm no. <laughs> Just <laughs> Just you kidding. had me. You really had me for a second there. I was like, what the? No, 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 no. Don't see this movie. If you. If you want to, you know, if you're going into this movie like, hey, I'm I really like Linda Cardellini. Go watch her in anything else and enjoy that instead of this. Uh, and that is another episode of Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. You can find all things Cutscenes at cutscenes.ca and cutscenes underscore pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms. I do another podcast. It's called the Left Behind Game Club. So if you love video games, you can hear me on almost every episode and you can hear Katie and Travis on some of them as well. I do YouTube stuff too. So youtube.com slash Jacob McCourt. Katie and Travis... Uh, we did it again. Katie, uh, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter. I'm Les Brack. You can find me there. I'll chat about random things. Katie needs more followers. She is criminally underfollowed. I don't. I barely tweet, dude. But, but thank when you, you do, it's gold. Oh, thank, thank you. you. You know what? It I try is. for minimalism. You know, when there's too many, 
it, it you're clogging up the timeline those bother me <laughs> so i i try and keep it minimal is that why you Travis? is that why you don't follow just kidding um <laughs> just kidding how dare you i follow you i, I see you all your x-men tweets oh literally that's all i tweet about so yeah if you want to find me on the internet it's at travis colnett on twitter um that's where i am yep that's it <laughs> and uh that's the end of another episode of cutscenes a video game movie podcast uh katie's gonna close us out this week uh with some choice words from one of the characters in grandma's boy <laughs> i can't tell you who because what are characters names katie take it away fruit cup nice way to go mom <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for listening everyone see you next week cutscenes a video game movie podcast.